Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Did you hear the news? What news, Casey? Did you see what happened last night? What? It didn't happen quite as quickly as in Iowa, but Trump won New Hampshire. Oh, how exciting. A blow to Nikki Haley. So the Associated Press called it for Trump. Fox News called it for Trump. MSNBC called it for Trump. CNN says, hmm, brew a pot of coffee because it's going to be a close one. (laughs) Now, it ended up being like 11 points, right? Sure, sure. Something like that. Okay, so this is my favorite thing about last night night and I was just I mean I had a a few coins on the Ohio State Nebraska game success had a few coins on the Purdue Michigan game success mm-hmm. so I was only casually observing the results and I've never before seen if you win by double digits yeah I've never heard that um called close before <laughs> if you won by like if your basketball team your favorite basketball team won by okay here's a great example wisconsin beat iu the last iu game by 12 points mm-hmm. nobody after the game was like gee coach woodson what a close encounter probably pretty proud of your team's effort they were like no you guys got smoked again you stink uh-huh. and yet last night drum wins by 11 points and i'm watching the results coming in in the median yeah uh, you know uh it's a real nail biter. Slim victory for Trump. <laughs> These people are so gross, Casey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Positioning it any way they want. At one point, the polls did show that uh, Haley was only trailing Trump by single digits, but ooh. Uh, ooh, but at the end, yeah, it was double digits. And I think that it's especially damaging for her, considering how much money she put in to New Hampshire. Not only money, but also time and the endorsement from the governor. And still could not pull out a win. So you rolled into the studio this morning and you said something about how about Nikki Haley? And I said, what an insufferable wench. <laughs> would that, would you, are we still going to stand by that as the description of her? Tricky Nikki. Okay. We can call her that. Uh, okay. So you have been boat raced in Iowa. Mm-hmm. You now put all your eggs in New Hampshire. Yeah. You got beat soundly. Now, did she beat, did she beat expectations? I, I mean, if the polling was showing 17 or 18 and she lost by 11, yeah, I guess you did better. But again, I, I still continue to to make this point. She lost by double mm-hmm. digits. Mm-hmm. I have never, ever, ever, never, ever, 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 never, and I've been po- following politics closely for 20 plus years, heard someone losing by double digits as some sort of resounding victory. And yet last night she was acting like, she won. Yes. She was. And that's exactly what Donald Trump was saying, that she's doing a speech like she won, but she didn't win. And, you know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And, you know, last last week we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she pretended she won Iowa. And I looked around, I said, didn't she come in third? Yeah, she came in third. So on to South Carolina with Nikki Haley. Um, I, I know this is going to be a little out of order. Kev, number three, which is Nikki Haley. 
Mm-hmm. I want I was hoping maybe we could play this one next. Mm-hmm. I know you don't think I read your work anymore, but I clearly do because I know what's going on. Yeah. Um, I pay just enough attention to be dangerous around here these days. <laughs> can we, okay, can we play this? And then I want you, Casey, have you ever seen the movie Fatal Attraction? Yes. It's been with, a while, with Glenn but Glenn yeah. Close. Mm-hmm. Glenn Close, for those of you who have not seen, it's a very famous I movie I will in the not 80s. be ignored, yes. Dan. She, uh, she is a... Uh, has this one night stand with Michael Douglas and then she becomes totally obsessed with the guy. Mm-hmm. I want you, having seen the movie Fatal Attraction, to listen to Nikki Haley and this clip and you tell me if she has not totally morphed into Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction. Okay. When we get to South Carolina, Donald Trump's going to have a harder time falsely attacking me. The great people of South Carolina know I cut their taxes. They know... <laughs> They know I signed the toughest illegal immigration bill in the country. They know we passed voter ID and tort reform and ethics reform. And they know we moved 35,000 people from welfare to work. Every time I've run for office in South Carolina, Uh I've beaten the political establishment. Oh. Mm, the political establishment, what is she talking about? She's talking about the Democrats because that's who voted for her. Isn't it, so, isn't it, so it is over. I mean, it is over as over, just like it was over after night one with Michael Douglas and Glenn Close. It is over in the race between <laughs> Donald Trump mm. and, and Nikki Haley. I mean, she gave this long thing about New Hampshire is first in the country. It's not last. Well, it was both first and last for you, lady. Mm-hmm. And this woman lives in a land of delusion. I mean, I guess for us show content wise it's good that she's going to go on because it'll give us something you know to talk about but yikes so and you're 100% right a whole bunch of her votes the reason it was closer than the polling was because they were polling mostly republicans and independents and a whole bunch of democrats came out and voted for her and yet she still couldn't win yes i i uh, okay. i i find the inability of someone to grab that woman by the arm politely and go uh you could even quote the philosopher, the great poet and philosopher Marshall Mathers, as he once described Moby. You're too old. Let go. It's over. So the Republican national chairperson, Rona Ronna McDaniel, is calling for her to drop out of the race. And she said, I just don't see it for Nikki Haley. Nobody seems to see it for Nikki Haley except Nikki Haley. And so what does Donald Trump have to say about this? Well, sometimes you just got to call people on their stuff. We'll head out to South Carolina, where I think we're going to win easily. I think we're 50 points up, 5-0. 5-0, 50 points up on a person that was governor. That tells you something. But I felt I should do this because I find in life you can't let people get away with Okay? You can't. You just can't do that. And when I watched her in the fancy dress, it probably wasn't so fancy, come up, I said, what's she doing? We won. And she did the same thing last week, but he was much more angry about it than I was. I said, get up there and you let him know. We are going to win this. We have no choice. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. This is your turn to talk. I know I got a tickle in my throat. Oh, um, I, they got you that excited, huh? Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, but how about Donald Trump's speech afterwards? He was just ripping on everybody. Well, and so this is what's interesting because we talked about this, that if you've already won, which he has, then you have to enter the bridge building period. 
And we have talked about one of the major issues with Trump is a lack of you know, humility or whatever to be able to, to do that. And last night, Nigel and Hammer and I were kind of going back and forth on this. He went after DeSantis again. He called him what Ron has been or why? Why are you doing that? These are the sort of things I'm talking about when I'm talking about how his inability to put his ego or grieve. I don't even know what he has a grievance with DeSantis on. DeSantis has never been anything but nice to him. He ran for president. He lost. He's out. He endorsed you. And yet he's still doing this stuff. And it's like, these are the things that I'm talking about, about that they're not going to bite you in the ass today because you're going to be the Republican nominee. But come September, October, when you need to start coalescing and getting these people out to campaign for you and all that other stuff, these and and, and the people who've supported these people in a primary, you are going to need these people. And that sort of stuff serves no purpose other than to make himself chuckle. Well, you know who he is having a love fest with, and that is Vivek Ramaswamy. You know, Vivek was uh, giving a speech and Trump was loving it. Vivek saying that it's a waste of money for Nikki Haley to stay in. Well, look, it was when it was that decisive. I do think that now after going through New Hampshire, it will be a waste of resources. And so speaking as a capitalist, one of the things you look at is resource allocation. I don't think it's good to waste resources of large donors, small donors alike, funding what I really see as a fake race from here on out when the people of this country and of the GOP primary base have spoken loud and clear. I think the essence of what's happening, let's call this spade out for what it is, is that Nikki Haley and her supporters are playing for a scenario that nobody in the GOP and frankly nobody in this country should be rooting for. It's that Donald Trump is somehow wrongfully eliminated from the ballot. That's the only possible scenario that Nikki Haley has to the nomination. And I think it's worth seeing that with open eyes out in the open. So Nikki Haley's banking that something will happen with Donald Trump and he won't be able to be the nominee or remain the nominee. And then she'll be waiting in the wings. You know, there's a famous line in the movie Caddyshack where Judge Smales is moseying around the clubhouse and there's all these people in the clubhouse or the locker room and he's annoyed that they're there. And he just looks at them and goes, don't you people have homes? <laughs> and I would ask the same question for all these political people who aren't going to win. Like, what, don't you people have some sort of productivity? Like, how are they always able to be just doing politics? Mm-hmm. How, how does this, it just seems like these people never work. They just do politics. How is that possible? Well, Vivek, I can understand. I mean, he's, you know, an entrepreneur. He funded his own campaign, so he's still hanging around. But you're right, the other ones, like. Well, yeah. that is why Nikki Haley, kidding aside, that is why Nikki Haley's not going to get out. What does she have? Why? If you're Nikki Haley, why would you get out? Once she's out and she's pissed Trump off, so he's clearly there's not going to be no, you know any golden parachute for her. What is she? What does she become? She has the personality of a gnat, which means she's not going to get some great job on TV or or, or a, a a podcast or a you know a, a, a radio show. So what? What what reason does she have to get out? Could you imagine hearing that voice oh all the time? Oh my goodness. 